We want to give God thanks tonight. He has allowed us to be here one more time so that we can come before him with a praise tonight, come before him with thanksgiving tonight. And as we approach him, we're going to be praying again tonight. But I want us for a short while, hallelujah, to turn to the book of Ezekiel. Yeah, let's go to Ezekiel chapter 33. And I'll read. I pray for one is paying attention tonight to the words of the Lord as we read them. Let's not be distracted tonight, but let's pay careful attention to the word of God. From the prophet Ezekiel. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, for the King James Virgin, Son of man, speak to the children of thy people. And say unto them, when I bring the sword upon a land, land take a man of their coasts and set him for their watchman. If when he seeth the sword come upon the land, he blow the trumpet and warn the people, then whosoever heareth the sound of the trumpet and taketh not warning, If the sword come and take him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. If the people, uh, Ezekiel rather, speak to the house of thy people, the children of thy people, say unto them, when I bring the sword upon a land, If the people of the land take a man of their coast and set him for their watchman, if when he seeth the sword come upon the land, he blow the trumpet and warn the people, then whosoever heareth the sound of the trumpet and taketh not warning, if the sword come and take him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet and took not warning. His blood shall be upon him. But he that taketh warning shall deliver his soul. Praise the name of the Lord. But if the watchman see the sword come, And blow not the trumpet, and the people be not warned. If the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity. But his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. So thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman. Unto the house of Israel. Therefore. Thou shalt hear the word. At my mouth. 
and warn them from me. When I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die. If thou dost not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity. But his blood will I require at thine hand. Nevertheless, if thou warn the wicked of his way to turn from it, if he do not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity. But thou hast delivered thy soul. Therefore, O thou son of man, speak unto the house of Israel. Thus he speak, saying, If our transgressions and our sins be upon us, and we pine away in them, how should we then live? Say unto them, As I live, said the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn he, turn he from your evil ways, for why will he die, O house of Israel? I want to read this again. Therefore, verse 10, O thou son of man, speak unto the house of Israel. Thus he speaks, saying, If our transgressions and our sins be upon us, and we pine away in them, how should we then live? Say unto them, As I live, said the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn he, turn he from your evil ways. For why will he die, O house of Israel? Why? Therefore, thou son of man, say unto the children of thy people, the righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him in the day of his transgression. As for the wickedness of the wicked, he shall not fall thereby in the day that he turneth from his wickedness. Neither the righteous be able to live for his righteousness in the day that he sinneth. When I shall say to the righteous that he shall surely live if he trusts to his own righteousness and commit iniquity, all his righteousness shall not be remembered. But for his iniquity that he had committed, he shall die for it. Let's read it again. Is there some wonderful principles? The word of the Lord from the watchman to the house of Israel. When I shall say to the righteous that he shall surely live, verse 13, if he trusts to his own righteousness and commit iniquity, all his righteousness shall not be remembered. But for his iniquity that he had committed, he shall die for it. Again, when I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die if he turn from his sin and do that which is lawful and right. If the wicked restore the pledge, give again 
that he had robbed, walk in the statues of life without committing iniquity, he shall surely live. He shall not die. None of his sins that he had committed shall be mentioned unto him. He had done that which is lawful and right. He shall surely live. Yet, the children of thy people say, the way of the Lord is not equal. But as for them, their way is not equal. When the righteous turn it from his righteousness and commit it iniquity, he shall even die thereby. But if the wicked turn from his wickedness and do that which is lawful and right, he shall live thereby. Yet he say, the way of the Lord is not equal. O ye house of Israel, I will judge you, everyone, after his ways. What a word from the Lord. The God who judges. He's laying down his principles. He says to the prophet, I have appointed you as a watchman unto the house of Israel. You're not on the tower blowing a trumpet. But the what you are going to speak is my word to my people. That's the trumpet that you are blowing. My word. He says, if I warn, if I give your word to the wicked man, to say to him that you shall surely die, and you refuse to warn him, and he dies in his iniquity, he dies in his iniquity. But I'm going to require his blood at thine hand. But if you warn him and he doesn't turn, don't you worry. You have delivered your soul. That's the wicked. He said, speak to the house of Israel. If our transgressions and our sins be upon us and we pine away in them, how should we then live? Refuse to turn from our transgressions. The Lord says, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. I can't rejoice. I have no pleasure. It does me no good. To see the wicked destroyed. What I want to see is the wicked turn from his evil ways. And to do right in my eyes. In verse 12 of 33. The Lord gives the watchman call him son of man he said 
tell the children of Israel, thy people, the righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him in the day of his transgression. As for the wickedness of the wicked, he shall not fall thereby in the day that he turneth from his wickedness. The key is God blesses the heart of repentance. The righteousness of the righteous cannot save him. But the wicked, if he turns from his evil, God will save him. He said, when I shall say to the righteous that he shall surely live if he trusts to his own righteousness and commit iniquity. All his righteousness shall not be remembered, but for his iniquity that he had committed, he shall die for it. But if the wicked turn, if he Restore the pledge. Give again that he had robbed. Walk in the status of life. Without committing iniquity. He shall surely live. None of his sins that he had committed. Shall be mentioned unto him. He had done which is lawful and right. He shall surely live. Lord says now. Ezekiel. The people say the way of the Lord is not equal. Their way is not equal. When the righteous turn it from his righteousness and commit iniquity, he shall even die thereby. But again, if the wicked turn from his wickedness and do that which is lawful and right, he shall live thereby. Ezekiel closes. With a word from the Lord in verse 20. O ye house of Israel. I will judge you everyone. After his ways. Everyone who act. In his own ways. The Lord says. I am going to judge you. According to your way. According to our ways if we forget righteousness and embrace iniquity how can we live if we walk after our own heart and not follow wholeheartedly the statues of our Lord How shall we live therein? In the book of, and I'm not going to be preaching from it, but very quickly, just about the first couple of verses from the book of Ruth. Verse one came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine 
in the land. And a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to sojourn in the country of Moab. He and his wife and his two sons. And the name of the man was Elimelech. And the name of his wife, Naomi. And the name of his two sons, Mahlon and Chilion. Ephrathites of Bethlehem, Judah. And they came into the country of Moab and continued there. And Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died. And she was left and her two sons. And they took them wives of the woman of Moab. The name of the one was Orpah. And the name of the other, Ruth. And they dwelt there about 10 years. And Malon and Chilion died also, both of them. And the woman was left of her two sons and her husband. Came to pass in the days when the judges rule. And in the period, it's about 350 years that Israel was ruled by uh, by judges. That every man did as what seemed right in his own eyes. Every man lived out his life as to what seemed right in his own eyes. A period where the regard for leadership was not shown or exemplified in the people. They did what was right in their own eyes after the death of Joshua. It came to pass that there was a famine in the land. I have a simple word tonight to encourage our hearts. And a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, from the house of Israel, the kingdom was not yet divided, one people. He went to sojourn in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. Deuteronomy chapter 23 and verse 3 will tell us that this righteous man was doing something That was contrary to what the Lord had given them. Now the children of Moab, they are descendants of Lot from a a relationship that Lot, while he was drunk, had with his two daughters. From one came the children of Moab, and from one, from the other, the children of Ammon. We call them the Moabites and the Ammonites. 
Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 3, an Ammonite or a Moabite shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord. They're excluded. Even to their 10th generation shall they not enter into the congregation of the Lord forever. Because they met you not with bread and with water in the way when he came forth out of Egypt. And because they hired against the Balaam, the son of Beor, of Pether, of Mesopotamia, to curse thee. Therefore, I, the Lord, have excluded them from the congregation of the Lord. They don't belong even to the 10th generation forever. Famine in the land. But Elimelech decided to leave the land of bread in a time of famine to place his trust in the land of Moab. The Bible said for 10 years they came into the country of Moab and continued there. That meant no that this was not just a temporary thing. If the decision to go to Moab was a, was a temporary one, the scripture now tells us they have decided to stay there. Limelech died. Malan and Chilion, the sons of Elimelech and Naomi, died in the land of Moab. The question is, who told the righteous man to act contrary to the word of God? If they did not meet you in a time of your greatest need, how can you trust that Moab would be a land to sustain you in a time of famine? I read from the book of Ezekiel, particularly tonight, Because I bring a word of warning to everyone who's listening. Because no blood will be on my shoulder. No blood will be required at my hand. Stay 
in the house of bread. If you think of famine as a time when you will seek to save your soul or your life, a person who understands God's ways or seek to know God's ways will recognize that famine to a person who wants to attach himself to God Famine is an opportunity. Famine to a person who is desirous of attaching oneself to God produces purity. But he who seeks to save his life shall die. It's the Lord that says, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. And he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Jesus says to his disciples, take no thought for your life. What you shall eat or what you shall drink Or for your body, what you shall put on is not life more than meat and the body more than raiment. Behold the fowls of the ear, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. God takes care of them. Are you not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They, they toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven as fuel, is he, shall he not much more clothe you, O he of little faith? Is that not my word? He says tonight, There is enough bread in the house. If we stay in the house, we shall be saved. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. I will hear from heaven. Forgive their sin and will heal their land. There is no escape 
from the rod of correction. There's no escape from God's doing. Safety is in the house of the Lord. Peace is in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. All the blessings that we need in this life and the life to come is in the house of the Lord. Saints of the living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Men and brethren. Hallelujah. Sisters, brothers. I'm warning the church tonight. Stay in the house. It's a place of refuge. It's a place of refuge. Anyone who seeks safety outside of the house of God will not survive. Everything we need is in the house of the Lord. I speak tonight. Using words in the, in the simplest form. Blowing the trumpet as the watchman of the house. Stay in the house of bread. Let's humble ourselves. Let's seek his face. And let the Lord. Who says. You are my people. And I am your God. Let him. Work. Let him provide. Let him sustain. Let him be our refuge, our strong tower. Everything we need is in the house of God. We're going to be praying. We're going to be praying. I want to encourage everyone. Don't make no plans on your own. Don't. Don't pine away in your own thoughts, your own plans of escape. Stay in the house. Hallelujah. Stay in the house. Stay in the house, brethren. There's so much beauty in the house. There's so much wonderful blessings. Hallelujah. Shandabahusaya. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I feel the blessings of the Lord. Hallelujah. There is enough bread to sustain you until the storm passes by. Hallelujah. God is for us. God is for us. Hallelujah. His ways are past finding out the hand of the Lord. Even his rod of correction is good. Come on, saints of the living God. Hallelujah. Unmute your microphones. We're going to be praying. Somebody may be wondering why I'm smiling. 
but there's so much blessing in the house of God. You need not worry. You need not be shaken. There's enough blessing in the house. There's life in the house. Hallelujah. There's blessings. There's life, abundant life in the house tonight. Hallelujah. Wave your hands in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, teach me from my heart to say thy will. Hallelujah. Thy will be done, O Lord, 